the James Suckling podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Morning. Yeah. How are you guys? How's now? We're fair. Uh, we've had rain this year. There I know that's that. good. Yeah. Um, we're still waiting for more rain, of course, but it's a beginning. Are you expecting more rain? Oh, it's just good. the beginning. Uh, we have that rain season in six months. Yeah, I heard that. Starts now, and I hope it continues through March. So listen, um, you know, it's great to see, see you again. And it's been a couple of years. And, and I know a lot has happened. It came particularly last year um, with the terrible fire. And, um, you know, I, I didn't get the chance to talk to you. And, and Sam, you know, that, that's a terrible storm. Sorry, sorry about that. And, um, but I, you know, I hope that, you know, you recovered and everything, you know, that you're um, rebuilding everything. What, what exactly are you going to do now? You know, we're up in an isolated location. Hmm. And so uh, our real focus is on the vineyard because the principle that we have is, you know, it's not a fancy winery in, in a showy location. It's about a vineyard. And so our focus has been entirely on the vineyard and cleaning up the remains of the winery. Um, honestly, not rebuilding the winery, but just getting rid of all the debris. Okay. Um, no, I've, I've only, I've been there a couple of times um, mm -hmm. and it really is an amazing vineyard. And I'm happy that I guess some, you know, some people are, are, have even like given up because they're always, you know, they're worried about all, you know, the fire situation. It's, and it's, you know, it's great that you're, you're holding on and, and you have such amazing, um, you know, ecosystem there. Well, it certainly opens up some questions about the future, but, uh, we, we think that places like this uh, deserve to have vineyards and, um, and the challenges we have to learn to, to live with and work with, not deny. So two, two separate problems there. So what happened then? So after 17, what vintages do you have after 17? 18. And 18. And 21. Yeah. And 21. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we lost. All so nineteen was that was lost in the fire. Uh, and twenty. I'm sorry. Of course. Yeah. yeah, twenty was half in and looking pretty good. Um, and nineteen, we we thought we had a very, very pretty cane five in the barrel. Uh, we we're happy with the whole thing, but obviously all lost in the fire. Yeah. What like? What are your thoughts? about, you know, force management and the whole thing now, like what, what can Napa do? Now, I'm interested because I also have a, own a house in St. Helena and, you know, I, I like being there and, and part of the community when I can. What, like, what are your thoughts? Because, uh, you, you know, you, with all that happened. I think that um, that's precisely what we're all concerned about. I, I think that there's a number of things we have to do. The vineyard will be difficult to protect quite honestly. Um, with regard to the forest, I don't think our culture will change quickly because we have a lot of issues, but what has mm -hmm. gotten is uh, basically 80 years, well, maybe I'll, I'll say at least 70 years of successful uh, wild 
land fire uh, suppression. And the result mm -hmm. is accumulation of fuel that is beyond anything that may have ever existed in nature in our valley. So we've, we've, we've suppressed fire to such an extent that now when a fire gets going, it's, it's, it can easily get out of control. So yeah. perhaps in the long run, uh, we will want to learn how to do controlled prescribed burns, uh, pres prescribed controlled burns. And I don't know how we can do it, um, both culturally and it's complex because of course we're also conscious of our carbon footprint and uh, that's sort of true. is releasing carbon. So, you know, it's like you can't win for losing. There's a lot of air pollution issues associated with it. Um, no easy answers. I think it's possible to create structures uh, that are essentially safe from fire. I don't think we've done that much yet, uh, but mm. I think it's entirely possible. And I think that uh, we can, you know, I, we have visited vineyards that have fared reasonably well in, in the midst of fire. And I think we can figure out how to do that too. Like, it's interesting that you say that because, for example, uh, if you spend some time if you look, look at structures, like you say, you know, Australia has fireproof structures in areas known for bushfires. And I was thinking exactly the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. at, a year ago with the fire. And I researched it a little bit. And I was, and, but I don't even know if we can get the materials in California or whatever, but it's, it's definitely, you know, we could really improve on that. And then the forest management is so... Um, articulate what you say that you know 80 years of doing nothing and, and I didn't even think of that when I lived in Italy in Tuscany there was forest management every winter you know cleaning the um, dead growth around the trees cutting limbs off um, but of course that was that was burnt you know just in giant bonfires and like you said what you know that would be uh, really bad as far as the carbon footprint so there's definitely some um, big issues there. Um, uh, you know, I was interested. I know that Chris, you're really like focused on things like that. And, you know, you spend so much time just out in the, in the field, in the mountains, in your vineyards, you must think about it all the time. Yeah, but there's no easy answer. And obviously what you've pointed out is, is that we're conflicted <laughs> to say the least. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I guess we'll leave it at that. But, you know, fingers crossed that, you know, something has to be done, as you say. Otherwise, nature just takes its natural course, which yes. we don't, you know, want to suffer from all the time. So, and again, and again, I don't want to say 80 years of doing nothing. It's actually maybe 70 because I'll calculate yeah. it from 1950 forwards. But I'd say 70 years of active fire suppression, which is yeah. reserved a tremendous amount of vegetation, which becomes what uh, fire people call fuel. So in fact, the situation is far worse than yeah. ever been uh, natural fires occurring all this time. Ah, uh, that's right, exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We, we've exacerbated our situation. We've taken it to an end point. And, and so now we're gonna have to figure out what next. To keep the discussion going. Uh, yeah. So what's, tell me about, uh, 2021. I've heard pretty good things about it. A short crop. What are your thoughts um, with your with your vineyards up there? 
Um, it was an easy harvest, super easy. And uh, there were, you know, Katie's laughing because there were so few grapes, but uh, we, we, you know, could see how everything was going everywhere. And it's true that there were fewer grapes than normal for us, you know, essentially very, very little, just a, a couple, you know, 15 tons or something like that, a fraction of our normal yield. But um, it was an easy, easy harvest with no particularly difficult moments. Um, for those who were looking for massive ripeness, I think they were able to wait uh, and get that. Uh, there was no dramatic hot spell to uh, try to evade. Um, and as you say, overall the yields were down. So, um, so it should turn out to be a really good year. Definitely. Right. And 2020, of course, a lot of people have questions about smoke as well, at least yeah. for the macerated wines. And so that, you know, there's a question mark on 20, but 21 uh, for the North Coast, at least, uh, should be very good, at least. Fantastic. Yeah, I heard some extraordinary figure that something around 70% of the grapes in Napa in 2020 were just left on the vine because of um, those fires. But, you know, there's the production is certainly going to be much less. Although it's interesting, a few people like Harland and others picked really early. They picked in August, and they, you know, before uh, this, the fire or right, you know, right when they decided to pick right away when the first one kicked off. And that was interesting because there's been a sort of rethink too. They're, they're sort of, oh my God, you know, we made really amazing wines. And so that's sort of interesting that there's a rethink about picking times. And, and of course, that'll change the structure of a lot of wines in a good way, I hope, I think. But Well, I'm sure, I, I'm glad to hear that they did that. I didn't know it, but I, yeah. I, this is a guy who comes with me to a tasting in Burgundy. And it's like, maybe he's getting religion. Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's pretty, but it's it's really cool. No, they're excited. And I think that, um, you know, that's really a good move. So we had the 17. What did you think of uh, 17? There was a year with some um, pretty serious, some heat spikes. We also had, um, let's see, we had the uh, the fire also, but yeah. um, most of the serious people had already picked. But uh what are your thoughts you know, about seventeen? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say most of the series had already picked. For us, I think seventeen is. Uh, you know, for us is is definitely. It's not that we picked before the fire. We picked about half of what we were going to before the fire. It's showing really great, really yeah. nice firmness and uh, balance, and with a, a nice sense of austerity, and also yeah. has nice mushroom and mm -hmm. you know um pine needle bark all those characters that if you walk in your vineyards you sort of like smell all that it's really cool mm -hmm. one thing i found in seven teams in general that they actually uh, and even on the valley floor they have a nice they have a nice firmness most of them mm -hmm. because people picked earlier they were you know worried about uh, about that and and the wines yeah. came came up you know they came out fresher than you may have thought no i think you're right and so fresh is the word uh certainly it applies for us as well and i think it's all about picking before the fire really nicely done 
And I like how it's, it's very, I don't know, for me, I, I like drinking wines with um, freshness and, and firmness. And it really has a, you know, I, I, it's very drinkable now. It's, it's not, you know, you don't necessarily have to age it. And, I'm, and it's 9 a.m. I'm enjoying it. I haven't had a coffee, but so it's really, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. How do you like 16 then? It's hard not to put it in the context of the preceding vintages. So, uh, you know, we huh? had a, Napa doesn't have a lot of cold years, but 11 was relatively cool. And then we had 12, 13, and 14, which are really uh, maybe, you know, 12 was maybe the beginning of the drought, so it wasn't really affected by the drought. 13 and 14, and some people would say 15, but 15 in the end, um, you know, the, there was a fair amount of rain. It just came late, and it was in springtime. And so 15 may have had slightly reduced yields because of the drought of 13 and 14, uh, but it wasn't a droughty year in the way that 13 and 14 in particular were, you know, relatively low rainfall. Compared to all of these, 16 was neither drought nor particularly hot. Goldilocks. Well, could be. Yeah. It was, and some people could say it was colder, or maybe in the shadow of, of these other years, without the same intensity. And again, the, the aromas uh, are very floral and, and forest floor, and it's... Again, none of those well, your wines seldom have that character, but that sort of big ripe fruit. For me, on the palate, the sixteen is is more complete, and it, it yeah. is not not a bigger one. It doesn't have more substance, but it just feels slightly fuller and rounder. And I agree, and yet it's not a big wine. I admit. It's just it just got a nice nice polish to it, not quite the edge of the seventeen. And this I totally is, agree that yeah, the tannins are much uh, are much softer and um, they have a beautiful texture to them, and the wine's really succulent on the end, like really beautiful softness and length to it. It'll age wonderfully. It's one of those wines that is just so um, harmonious. And, and, you know, okay, so it's a colder vintage from a colder vineyard, and this will just, you know, this will just truck, truck right along for, you know, another 10 years without any real issues, I think. But uh, this is the one that Katie is currently selling to our uh, trade customers. So restaurants and, and retailers wow, awesome. are seeing this. Yeah. We're moving to It'll... 17 in three months or four months. Okay. No, so beautiful wine now. The retailers don't have 17 yet. Let's move on to the 08 then. 08. What's interesting is you're 16 and then you taste your uh, yeah. 2008. I like that. It's almost like you can see the 16 will be like that, you know, um, when it has that much age where it's, it's already there and it just stays at, at this sort of suspended animation with slightly uh, more complex aromas. And again, as you know, Pena always said, a great wine is great from the barrel, is great from the first bottling, and great in 10, 50, 100 years, where it maintains that character and balance, which 
I think is such a great um, concept, a great idea about wine. And, you know, that almost almost the same Henri Jaillet would say that, uh, uh, you know, uh, even a young wine should be pleasurable. Yeah. And, and I, I see that. That's Katie, the right word. Katie sells, uh, I mean, we actually really sell the OE. I think it's, it's not a token. We actually sit on this wine because the owner of Kane has always known these wines age. And so we want to be able to offer something that has age. And so that's where we are. This is this is a reality. Wow! And when how, I go, how to, much is it? Okay, how, how much, much is it? Well, it retails for one hundred and forty. One hundred and forty. Wow! So, just to say, we have not changed prices since the 07 vintage. <laughs> right. Since the think since, about it. Since the crash. No, but of the no, I know. This is intentional. Yeah. Wine is yeah. for drinking, not for looking at. Yeah. So. I'm we with you. Be able to buy this wine. Yeah, that's true. And and, and on on the wine list, it's going to be upwards of two fifty anyway. Yeah, it's already a lot. Yeah. Good. But so, anyways, we're okay. Listen, you. um, I better, yeah, I better run. But it was it, Chris. It was uh, good to catch up. And Kate, nice to meet you. Um, I look forward to seeing you next year. Yeah. Uh, and the tasting was really fantastic. Maybe, uh. It's easy. It, maybe I'm not jet lagged, so I really like tasted them. Probably tasted them um, even better than what I remember tasting down at my house in Saint Helena or up at the winery. But uh, they really showed well today. And and uh, and again, um, I'm sorry about what happened at the fire, but I'm happy that it's all going well again. Thank you. Big hug. Bye. Bye.